Welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast, where our soul astrology comes forward to help you manage your everyday life with forecasts and deep dives on natal charts and queer perspectives on the planets, transits, and more. A group discussion about upcoming transits with tips on how to read these transits in your own chart. Hollis offers years of wisdom and natal chart knowledge with Brighthawk's positive perspective and Lacrosse's inquiry. We offer the complete queer astrology experience. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. Please help us by subscribing, sharing, and commenting and reviewing. You can also learn where else Rainbow Soul is offered on our website at rainbowsoul.show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul Soul Astrology Astrology Forecast. <laughs> um, I'm Hollis Taylor, and I'm one of your astrologers. And, you know, I do all kinds of different readings from astrology to past life regression and tarot and all kinds of coaching and whatnot. And you can find that at my website along with my book. Um, at divineandrogen.com. The link is in the description. And hello. Hi, everybody. I'm Bright Hawk, author of The Dancing Hippo, a really fun book about resilience. It's gender free uh, and it is can be found and ordered at my website, brighthawkproductions.com. I'm a musician, a storyteller, an astrologer, and delighted to be here. And I'm Lacrosse Ortiz. Um, I have the same thing, Color Journal, Fool's Journey, Color Journal. You can order it on Amazon. It's basically a journal for uh, learning the tarot. So it's in a series. So I have the color, the, the major arcana, the wands, the cups, and soon to be released will be the pentacles. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can see how to spell his name, so you can find him easily on any of those things in the description, as well as a link to that book. And um, I welcome you to Rainbow Soul, and we're going to do a little meditation, so I invite you... To settle in, take a deep breath, get comfortable in your seat, take whatever thoughts are in your mind, just take them out and put them on the table beside you or nearby you, and just save them. You can pick them up later if you need to. this moment to take a deep breath. I invite you to just kind of let it all go. Maybe shake it off your hands, wiggle your toes, and just, just let it all go. you to imagine yourself under the night sky 
stars above you. The moon shining bright on one side. But part of it is gone. And you notice in the center of the sky is the Milky Way. The beautiful sort of speckled sky as a transition stare at that speckled sky, I'd like you to imagine yourself transforming, changing, and becoming lost in that Milky Way, as if you're just floating through it. as you're floating through you can feel the things that pressure you in life you can feel them putting on pressure in different parts of your body but as you look down to see what those things are they're actually just little pressure points pushing on you. It's almost like a finger comes out of the sky and pushes on that part of you. In your mind, all around your body. feel yourself changing and you are reminded how the beautiful salmon of the earth swim through the waters and they transform naturally from the fresh waters to the salt where they grow and grow only be only to be prepared to return home and all of us are being prepared and growing in this moment here and now we're being stretched and pulled and pushed we're changing, transforming, almost as if the universe in the center of the Milky Way is spinning us around until something else is created, until it is time. And while we cocoon deeply in the Milky Way, surrounded by the stars as the stars transform us 
fully and completely we are reminded that we are being prepared to go home. Our home is amongst the stars. We are all star beings. A perfect reflection of the stars. stars are transforming you, pushing you and pulling you like you are a piece of clay. destiny in mind, but you're not really sure what it is. But you keep walking the path, if nothing else, out of curiosity, determination, and destiny. back and your mind 
pleasure to share the hand pan yes so hopefully you all feel like you're deep in your cocoon because we're definitely in a transformation time I know I can feel it I'm sure you guys can feel it too um, it's definitely happening Neptune's been in retrograde for a little while and now as Venus goes retrograde well we probably got some things revealed to us huh so as we're coming into this week, we're probably realizing things or waking up to things and um, coming into the awareness of things. And I think that that's, that's part of this process. That's where we're walking. That's what we're doing right now. And, um, you know, as maybe some illusions have been uh, removed, maybe some illusions, uh, maybe you've dug deeper into those illusions. Um, it's hard to say. Um, depends on, probably on your placements, <laughs> For sure. um, you know, so if you find yourself having to uh, validate your beliefs a little bit louder or um, something like that, don't be surprised. And um, if you find yourself questioning yourself, I always want to just like give you permission to change your mind. I want to give you permission to change your perspective. And because um, I used to think that I didn't have that right for some reason. I don't know where the hell I got it from. <laughs> Maybe from my childhood or something. I don't know. Um, but it seems to me like a bunch of people forgot that you could change your mind. Mm. And that you could change yourself. And you could change the way you do things. Um, change the way you present yourself. Um, I actually heard Pema Chadron mm. give a bunch of meditators permission to change the way they reacted to something and i was like so i don't have to always be pissed off yeah. it's a funny thing <laughs> so i'm just gonna say if you're feeling that change follow it okay and um because that's definitely what's been happening and now and so if you're also noticing maybe uh, you don't feel the same about a relationship. Maybe you don't feel the same. Um, I know there's probably people going through that right now, Venus retrograde. And uh, or maybe you don't love something the way you loved it before. Maybe it's not a person. Maybe it's a something or a thing that you do. Or um, it depends on where your Venus is placed, probably. Okay. 
So, um, especially if your Venus is in Leo, um, <laughs> it's going to be uh, particularly strong for you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where Venus is right now. So I'm going to share this. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Change our perspective for a minute. Yeah, well, we have this time with Venus retrograde. It's definitely a time to review, you know, are your likes still your likes? Are your loves still your loves? Yeah. You know, review, reconsider, reevaluate. Are all, any re-words are what go with retrogrades. But you don't have to necessarily do anything about it right now. You just want to review and edit um, because that's the other thing. I like to remind people of, um, we always hear it uh, with Nadia Shah, she says it every time, um, is essentially every time Venus goes retrograde, she reminds you, don't like, you know, get a new hairdo, you decide you don't like your hair long, and you know. You might make a wardrobe <laughs> change, but don't throw out the old wardrobe, because when it comes direct, you might change your mind. Again. She, she gives great examples. <laughs> she really does. Yeah, she's big into style and whatever, but um, we're not really in, I'm not really into that, and I don't think you are, Brighthawk. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe lacrosse is probably a little bit more into these with things. the libra yeah uh, it's, you know venus rules libra right yeah so your libra placements those who have strong libra placements your ruler is going retrograde so you may find things looking differently you know looking through different eyes yeah. and that's okay yeah so and that's okay so if things change you don't have to do anything about it right away just recognize the change. Just see the change. And maybe get comfortable with it. Sometimes and notice if you have yeah. an impulse one way or the other. It's good yeah. to be self-aware, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So Monday's the 24th. And a, uh, I'll a be... Week, uh, a week after we've had a new moon. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, I'm like, I don't know how long Pluto's going to be squaring the nodes. Feels like forever, but it's still going on. Yeah, there's okay. some there's some long term stuff happening right now that's yeah. like in play for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. So the nodes still squaring the nodes. Saturn is uh, so Pluto is still squaring the nodes, and Saturn is in opposition to Pallas Athena and Mars and Lilith. At oh, least at the beginning of the week. So, um, and Pluto's still in opposition um, to the sun as well. I, I put Juno here, but that's actually not true. It was the sun. I don't know why I put Juno, but it's the sun. Okay. Well, when the week starts off, remember, we're one week past the new moon. So we're a waxing moon and the waxing uh, crescent moon a lot of, you're going to hear me say this a lot, it'll be a void moon in Libra. Um, and so what that means when we have void moons, because we're going to have them a lot, like every other day practically, um, the moon is not as strong, okay? That's void, you know, makes sense, right? And um, you remember, it? maybe you remember last week we talked about a yod that's continuing and it's continuing all through the week and the yod is pointing at venus and it's that base with pluto and neptune and 
since Venus is retrograde and Pluto and Neptune uh, are retrograde, everything's just sort of standstill energy. So this yod's going to go on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So that Venus energy of what is your heart telling you is something you want to pay attention to and not be dismissive of what your heart is saying and let it inform you. Now, the moon is in Libra. And of course, a Libra moon, it loves Libra. It's artistic and beauty is important. Libra moon is about creativity and adaptability and charm and good naturedness and you know, Libra is about the scales, right? It's about balance, about diplomacy. It's about taking care of everyone, making sure everything's fair. Um, the thing about a Libra moon, uh, Libra can, on the other side, can be indecisive. I sometimes call it analysis paralysis. They want to know all the choices. And then making a choice can sometimes be a challenge. Um, sometimes they can be self-indulgent and frivolous, but I want to focus on the positive of Libra moon is artistic beauty. And so the nice thing is that it's in a sextile with Lilith. And of course, Lilith is the badass in the sky. She is a take no shit woman. And, um, it's also in a sextile with Mercury. So that's, you know, being able to communicate that's really good. On the challenge side, the moon is opposite Chiron. So <clears throat> you have that Libra, Aries, the moon in Libra, Chiron in Aries, that axis point, right? And oppositions, we're seeing a lot of them in this chart. Oppositions are tough. They, they are not easily mixed. And the other thing that we have a lot of this week is T-squares, because where you have an opposition, if you have a square to another planet, 90 degrees, that's what creates T-squares. And so you have the moon opposite Chiron squaring Juno and Cancer. And um, that you're going to see that happen throughout the week, a number of T-squares. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing you're going to see a lot this week is yods. And we've talked about fingers of God. The yod is um, two quincunxes. So we've talked about the Venus Yod um, and the base being Pluto and Neptune. The other Yod is pointing at Cirrus. So this Cirrus I often think of as motherhood, about um, what you birth into the world doesn't have to be children. Um, um, And the base of the Yod is Jupiter and Saturn. And um, Saturn is retrograde and Jupiter is a is still moving forward. It's one of the few forward movers at this time, (laughs) since there's a lot of retrograde planets. So, you know, some sweet and some challenge at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then some just faded energy that's just going to be roll with it and see what it is that you feel strongly about manifesting and creating and I think the universal word I've heard is um, doozy. <laughs> um, yeah, we've heard that be from a, a number of people. Seriously. So if that hasn't already happened to you, it's going to be happening soon. Doozy. Um, That's such a funny little a weird word, word huh? And I'm like, oh my. Mm. Um, so anyway, and it, it, a lot of it has to do with Venus. 
But I also find it interesting that Lilith has a lot to do with things too. So I, yeah. I'm going to encourage you to pay attention to your personal independence and how you express that. Mm. And um, because that's where that's what's going to get easy. And when you listen to your independent self and to the part of you that knows what's right for you, um, even if that means you have to revisit that because she's going to go retrograde in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, and so then the moon, since the moon is in um, is in opposition to Chiron and Aries, and it's um, they're both squaring Juno. I'm going to say relationships, 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 um, and not just love relationships, um, all kinds of other relationships too. Uh, whatever they might be, you know, so you might just want to pay attention to how you interact with others and pay attention to how others have you feeling. How do you feel inside? How's it feeling in your heart and in your soul going forward here? Um, what's going on for you? Because I know on Tuesday, so now what's going to happen is Lilith is going to get just past Venus. Now, Venus is already going backwards. And and just but but Lilith is gonna follow her, and so I find that interesting. So um, Venus is going back backwards, and then Lilith is gonna go backwards with her on Tuesday. And so Monday, Tuesday, uh, probably you know starts Sunday actually. Um, Lilith is a pretty quick mover. Um, you know she is very much about her independence. Um, the good news is is that there is. Um, a trine to the uh, north node and a sextile to the south node. So you're probably doing what you're supposed to be doing, even if it feels awkward, okay? So even if you're reviewing whatever you're doing or or revisiting something, just, just allow yourself to do that because that's what you should be doing. Everything's in retrograde right now, so. Right. So you can see that the moon is conjunct the south node, obviously opposite the north node. Um, and so as a result, we end up with a grand cross because we have the moon opposite the north node. And then the other part of the cross is sun and Leo opposite Pluto. And so you see that grand cross right there. And... Um, uh, the moon is squaring Pluto, but it's trining Saturn. It's sextiling Venus and Mercury. So you definitely have some challenges. Grand crosses are oppositions, and those are mm -hmm. kind of tough. There's no other way to put it. Um, yeah. And, and usually, generally speaking, we feel more one side or the other based on what our placements are. So if you have placements in Scorpio and or Aries, that access with moon north node, you're going to feel it more. For me, I'm going to feel it more on the other axis, which is the sun in Leo and um, Pluto and Capricorn, because I have Pluto staring down my moon and it's been sitting there for a really long time and it's going to continue to sit there for a really long time. And that's just that, you know? And so Pluto, you just never know what Pluto is going to bring. Pluto is action. It's the higher, higher uh, vibration of Mars. So there's an inclination towards action right now because there's not a lot of air in the chart. There's way more action in the chart, but there's this reflective quality. So I definitely want to say 
think before you act and um, and think it through, sit with it. Does it feel right? And if it feels right, okay, cool, you know? And now that the nodes have moved, um, the nodes have now moved into Aries and Libra, you know, you're probably feeling a shift about the focus in your life, where you're headed, what are you paying attention to? Um, you're just feeling a shift in the last week. And so now this week with also the grand, the nodes are involved in the Grand Cross, okay? Um, so that, that means where did I come from and where am I going? And so they're also though, also being blessed by Venus and Mercury. So, you know, even though Venus is retrograde, if like a relationship ends, for instance, or um, some sort of commitment that you have ends, I would just allow for that. Um, because that one door closes, another one's opening. I'm telling you, I promise you that this relationship is, is probably likely or this thing is likely not to happen or this commitment is meant to change. Things are meant to change. Things aren't always yeah. meant to be the way we plan them out and think they're supposed to be. And haven't you been delightfully wrong in the past? I have, where I've been just flat out wrong about something. And then later on, when things get all screwed up, I'm kind of like, ah, I'm glad the universe interfered. <laughs> Because <laughs> I would have screwed that up. <laughs> so it's it's really one of those times. So try not to get yourself too upset um, and just try to go with it. Um, with Pluto, Pluto sextiling um, Neptune, you probably really have a good vision for things. So that's that's really helpful. Yeah, I was looking at this Grand Krauss and realizing that the moon is answering to Pluto because the moon is in Scorpio and Scorpio's ruler is Pluto. So Pluto in Capricorn it is answering to Pluto. And then, of course, you have on the opposite side, Sun and Leo. Sun is in its um, domicile. It's in its rulership, Sun and Leo. So you have a strong Sun with the moon answering to Pluto. Something's going to happen. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what I'm seeing. Something yeah. is going to happen and it's faded because it's in a grand cross with the notes. Yeah. And it's very important. Whatever happens this week, whatever things that you reveal or figure out or whatever, um, they're, they're actually, they're meant for you to figure it out, especially with this yacht also going, yep. um, mm -hmm. that's continues through the week. I'm just yep. pointing it out on Wednesday. Sure. Um, because you know, it's pointing at Venus and Venus is going to go uh, retrograde. I mean, Venus is already going retrograde. So this is gonna make you like review things. So if you're reviewing a relationship, a commitment, anything like that, you know, um, any kind of things that you are committed to, change it, do it now, just accept the change um, because the more you resist, the the more you'll regret it later. Just Just be like, oh, Okay. Remember, um, pay attention. Sa with Saturn involved in so many of these things, the the other thing to remember is do the work and you get rewarded. Don't do the work and a two by four might be headed your way out of your blind spot where you have very little time to duck. Like, which would you freaking choose? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's what we're that's congratulations for listening to us and doing anything you can to become aware of your world because we're all in it together and we're all going to surf through it and it's going to be what it'll be i hate making it cliche like that but there's some truth to it um we're on the 26th right uh -huh, Wednesday. so then the um then here we go again guess what, what? the moon is void <laughs> uh, void moon in scorpio depending on where you are on the planet it'll then move in later that night to um from scorpio to sag but check it out on the 27th the moon is trining neptune trining the sun it's a grand trine with uh, that configuration we also have a T-square. Remember, I told you we have a lot of those because you have Venus and Mercury opposite Uranus pointing at the moon. And then, and then when you add Pluto into the mix, you end up with a kite. And then if you take that out and you add Uranus, you get a cradle. So, yeah. So does that mean that the when the moon is void, does that mean that it's just a little bit lesser of an influence? Correct. Correct, okay. Correct. And it's the, and then what makes it a void moon is the degrees that it is past the sun's degrees. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. sure. So I really... the sun's only at four degrees. Once the moon is past that, we it starts to become a void moon. Okay. Now I'm not as familiar with what's out of bounds the way Anne talks about it, and Ortley talks about out of bounds planets and things like that. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I just don't understand it quite <laughs> completely. So I try not to use. You'll things. get it. You'll figure try it out. Try not to use language that I don't understand yet. So, so you know. by the 27th, yeah. um, I'm going to just say. Yeah, that grand trine, you know, that's pretty cool. Okay. So I'd say the most important thing on Thursday is that Lilith has moved into Leo. So it actually happened like the day before, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's deep into Leo now because she's moving backwards. She's going backwards the way she's following Venus. And um, and so she's going to be conjunct with Mercury and, and Venus. So they're all three at 28 degrees. And so all I can just say is, wow, woman power. It's going to be speaking some stuff or reviewing some stuff. If, if women are speaking something, you just need to listen. Right. Um, especially strongly independent women or if women are trying to review something, okay, or or revisit something. Please don't dismiss them. Otherwise, you might get bit in the ass. I'm just going to say, Leo will bite you and maul you to death or something. I don't know. But Leo the lion, like, you know, that would be like ignoring a female lion. I wouldn't do that. I would say, uh, nice kitty. <laughs> yeah, I would just listen and see and see what's going on there, okay? So that's like the big thing. The big thing Wednesday and Thursday is that Lilith is going to move back into Leo. And it's just going to, it's just going to conjunct mercury and venus which makes me feel about what are we talking about what are we communicating about and what are we reviewing don't be surprised to see stuff online or in your personal life and including in the news especially around women and independence yeah something it, uh, i would definitely say that because we have a t-square the moon opposite uranus uranus is 
whoa, didn't see that coming. <laughs> and it's squaring Mercury and Venus. And so Venus and Mercury can, how many times do we need to <laughs> underscore these two today? But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I did mention that we have a number of T-squares. We'll also, that day is also, you know, moon trine sun, moon trine Neptune. And there's a grand trine with the sun, moon, and Neptune. So, you know, there's I think blessings. moon trine the Neptune, I'm just going to say, especially moon and Scorpio trine Neptune, um, and sextiling Pluto, mediums and other psychics. Oh, yeah. It's a really good day for you to tap in. Make Big sure you're time. doing readings on July 27th on Thursday, okay? For sure. It'll be a good day for you to tap into that. It'd be, And if you're practicing or anything like that, it almost makes me want to, like, set up a class for that day. It would be a really good day to, like, try to tap in um, or connect to the other side. So if you're learning, that's right. also a good day to practice, okay? Because Moon in Scorpio is very spiritual, very intuitive, very psychic, very imaginative, mm -hmm. ambitious, emotional. Mm -hmm. Of course, Scorpio Moon could also be obstinate. They could be secretive. They could be jealous. They can be resentful. But... Mostly a Scorpio moon is spiritual and intuitive and psychic and mm -hmm. deep feeling and deep knowing. Mm -hmm. So absolutely good day for, for psychics. Yep. And the 28th. Um, so I'm, you know, Lilith is still conjuncting, uh, but now she's going to like between the 26th and the 28th, she's going to kind of like ding, 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 ding. She's going to move yeah. over Mercury and Venus and get on the other side of them, but she's still conjunct. And, um, but Uranus is also sextiling um, Juno. So if some sort of commitment suddenly changes um, or lightning strikes a, a commitment of some kind, uh, that's just all part of the plan. So um, that's, that's kind of the energy that I'm seeing on Friday the 28th. Yeah, and it could be big because you have a yod pointing to Jupiter, and the base of the yod is Cirrus and the moon. So again, manifestation, Jupiter makes it bigger. What is it you want to manifest? What feels important to you? We have two T-squares with Pallas, Athena, and Mars um, conjunct opposite Saturn. That's squaring, um, squaring the moon. And so... We have two T-squares, um, the moon opposite Vesta squaring uh, Mars and Pallas Athena, and then the second one, Pallas Athena and Mars opposite Saturn squaring the moon. So, and then you have Cirrus and the moon pointing at Jupiter. So all of those are to say, um, we're turning the heat up on what are you going to do about it? How do you feel about it? And um, the squares can be a bit on the challenge side because you have a square to Mars, which means it's going to force you. Squares are you must make a decision. Squares can be wonderful in terms of forcing you to take it, take action. <clears throat> so that's that's what that day looks like is, is mm -hmm. there's action to be had. Yep. And on the 29th, which is Saturday, um, the moon is trining uh, Lilith and Venus. It's actually the biggest energy of the whole day, really. Yeah, it's a um, big grand trine in fire. I mean, the moon is in Sag, 
We have okay. a grand trine and fire mm-hmm. with Venus and Lilith together, mm-hmm. the moon and Chiron and the North Node together. Yep. And so that's going to be a big, beautiful day. So, you know, by the weekend, things are going to get a little bit easier. That moon trining, um, that moon trining Lilith and Venus mm-hmm. is going to make it, you're going to suddenly get an intuition about whatever happened earlier that week regarding independence, feminism, feminist, females, women in your life, um, or what you love, beauty, um, and things like that, you're going to suddenly get a really clear download, um, and you're going to have good intuition. You know what this reminds me of? Hmm. Us getting married. We got married under a grand trine of fire. <laughs> hey, we did, didn't we? <laughs> yep, we sure did. Yeah, that's true. So the weekend, again, the weekend forecast is just trying, trying, trying. So some really yeah. juicy, good mm-hmm. flow and energy. Um, on the 30th, again, we have another yacht, another finger of God. This time the base is the moon. The moon is in Saturn, a Sagittarius, I'm sorry. And Sagittarius moon is a sparkly moon, right? Because the moon loves to sparkle in Sagittarius. Sagittarius moon is adventurous and optimistic and exuberant and open-minded and sincere. Be careful not to be overly extravagant, irresponsible, or uncommitted. (laughs) And a grand trine in Earth, that's really good, you know, for finances and money. And so, um, you know... If you get an idea about business or something comes up around business on the 30th, even into Monday, I would, um, I would, I would be paying attention to that. Yeah, because that yod points at the sun in Leo, so it's noble. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and and you know, look for that noble truth. Right. So, my friends, um, I'm not gonna be able to do the tarot reading today, but. Um, I want to thank you for listening to Rainbow Soul Soul Astrology Forecast, and uh, we appreciate you, and thank you so much, LaCrosse. Do you have anything you want to add? Well, I did want to say something real quick about the transformation of the salmon um, Mm -hmm. and about the spawning. When When they go out to the ocean, they get bigger so that they can come back and spawn, and after that spawn it's death which normally they don't get more than two spawns it's like two or three spawn three tops that's rare but the whole point of it is the transformation it isn't so much a death as it is a closing of a chapter if you listen Mm -hmm. to the to the salmon this closing of the chapter is whether it's the relationships that you're seeing in the stars just be ready to embrace it because after that when it dies it goes to the edge of the, the river and then it's utilized. So all your work and all that closing of the chapters to later be utilized for something else. It's like that recycling. So mm, you nice. can see the chapters are closing. Don't get scared. Just embrace it and know that it is for something further on down the line. So that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's Thanks beautiful. That's that. awesome. Because we're all definitely in a transformation right now. And I think we all just need to grasp that gen- that transformation and go with it. And um, I think it's hard. Sometimes we want to resist the change. But um, change is the, is the only constant, my friends. For I sure. Find. And with all these yods, all these fingers of God, there's, there's faded energy that says, follow the path and you, you will get where you're supposed to go. And sure. I believe that. I really do. I believe that we're in a time that, 
the more you focus on what your intentions are, the more you make those intentions clear to the universe, the more chances you have of those things manifesting in a way that hopefully is for the greatest good of all. And we wish you all the very, very best and hope you have a fantastic week. Yes. Beautiful friends, please like, subscribe, share, yeah. comment. Yeah. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Soul Astrology and subscribing, liking, sharing, and reviewing. We hope you enjoy this dose of Soul Astrology and encourage you to embrace the week ahead with an open mind and heart so that you may integrate the deepest of lessons from the stars. Take a moment to step outside and honor the planet, stars, and moon in the sky with your heart. Integrate the messages that resonate and leave the rest for someone else. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Always remember that you are a perfectly unique human with an exclusive star map of your destiny, your soul purpose, and your heart's desire. Thank you again for tuning in to Rainbow Soul.